Welcome to The Healthy Me. I'm Trina Felber, registered nurse and CEO of Primal Life Organics. I believe there's a healthy person living in everyone. The Healthy Me is designed to help you call up your healthy self, step out of your comfort zone, shake things up, and get results. So let's find and empower your healthy me. Hey everybody, Trina here with The Healthy Me. I'm super excited today. I have Dr. Chris Zeno with me. Welcome, Dr. Chris Zeno. Hey, thanks so much for having me and thanks for everybody who's watching and listening. Yeah, so we're gonna talk today about setting yourself up for success. I believe that I am the hero of my story and I have to create my own hero every single day when I get up because if I don't have a vision of where my hero is going, my hero can fall down and cry getting up. So, and sometimes that happens, but Dr. Crisano has, um, has set himself up for success, changed his mindset, and we're gonna talk about how that impacts your life and how you can do that. So um, let me tell, give you guys a little information about Dr. Zeno. Dr. Zeno is a world-renowned speaker, author, entrepreneur, former Mr. America, former Mr. Universe, and IFBB pro bodybuilder. After defying a deadly terminal disease in his late 20s, Dr. Zeno leveraged his experience to get his doctorate and becoming one of the largest wellness clinics in the world, seeing thousands of thousands weekly. And uh, you're talking, um, you're a chiropractor, right? Then you're talking about chiropractic, chiropractor thought leaders, right? Yeah. So that, that's what I do. Yeah. So I, I, I chiropractic is my doctorate. So we have our wellness clinic right here in Houston. Awesome. I just want to give everybody that info. Um, Dr. Zeno created the I Am Hero Project to resurrect heroes from the complacency of their secret identity so they may live heroic lives once again by expressing and experiencing true love now in every area of their life through his four-step methodology, Hero Rises. So thanks, Chris, for joining me. Um, Talk about your like the hero, the inner hero, who that is, and why we lose touch with that person. Kids have that hero, right? You so nailed it. That's the whole thing. Like, it's I, everybody's looking to discover their purpose. So I'm finding my purpose, and I tell people, remember, remember. It's not about finding something. I think that's we're on the wrong map. It's like remembering. It's like when you were a kid, around five or six years old, seven years old, just think you were creative. You had imagination. You were relentless. Relentless. You lived in, I like what it's called, you lived in a vertical time. Yeah, and you didn't give up. Answer. You didn't take no for an answer, right? Like you said over and over again, I want that candy. Can I have that candy? Can I have that candy? My kids, and I'm sure everybody listening, have closed me 100% of the time for 12 years. Right. 100% close. They never lost once. And uh, they, you know what? They question limitations. Their number one question they ask is why? Why? Hey, it's time to eat dinner. Why? Um, it's time to go to bed. It's 8 o'clock. Well, why? And then when they ask me why, I'm like, you know why? Because I don't know. Someone told me. So I realized. So they exposed in me like a lot of my values and belief systems were imposed upon me. I didn't, I didn't discover them for myself to be true. And so that's what that secret identity, it's living in this life where we're living a life dictated by other people's values for us, right or wrong. And then we look in the mirror in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s and go, well, who am I? I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing everybody else's clothes and I, who am I? What am I supposed to be? What was my calling us upon it to do? And it almost is like auditing your life to become childlike again, not childish, but childlike. And it just, that's what the hero is. The hero is the child because the, 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 your kids have all these amazing qualities that people pay 
all these gurus hundreds of thousands of dollars to try to attain, but it's like we were born with them. So it's about reattaining and rediscovering and remembering your purpose or what your purpose uh, and, and being okay with it. You know, having the pride and the ego to be okay. This is my calling. This is what I desire to do. And then going all going going at it all with a hundred percent, regardless of what people if they think it's irrational or not. I totally relate to that, and I think that everybody forgets that there's a kid inside them. And as we become adults, we enter the world of technology um, as well as work and a lot of different types of things that we have um, commitments to. And we forget to question, like you said, the why and why am I doing this? Do I need, is this, is this necessary? Why am I doing it this way? Is there another way to do it? And I love the fact that my kids and your kids have brought that to your attention because when you start to question why, you start to realize that you don't have to do things the way they're done. And you can, you can manipulate things. But we're so stuck. We're so ingrained in doing them this way, whether it's because our parents taught us or we, the church tells us or whatever. The reason may be we have to become our own individuals. So talk a little bit about the ways that you broke those habits. How did you break those habits? And what are you doing that's, that sets it apart, changes your day, changes your life? Well, the first thing is, is the self-awareness of it here. You know, I was probably, I started noticing around 30, 36 years old. I started feeling depressed, numb, disengaged with my patients, um, heavy. That's all I could say. Heavy. Like I, I told my wife, I'm like, I think there's mold in the office. It's like, it was just like, I, there had, it, I was feeling these feelings, but didn't know why in here I felt guilty because I'm like, am I ungrateful? I'm not ungrateful, but I have all these things, healthy wife, two beautiful kids, amazing practice, financial security, but why am I feeling unfulfilled? And I realized that in that moment, these were symptoms, these were symptoms of, of me grieving my potential. You know, here I live this life and it, it's, it's okay to, as human beings, we're created to expand and evolve. Always like, I thought it was you check off the box and you're done. But in reality, it's, you check off one box, five more boxes open up. You check off this box, like it's like, I, you know, we have a place in Utah. You go to one mountain and you see there's six more mountains. So it's okay. It's okay to evolve, expand, change your mind. Say, you know what? And chase, you know, instead of chasing security, chasing happiness, fulfillment, and going by what I call your inner heroic guidance system. How does this make me feel? I feel excited. Like right now when we're doing this interview, I'm starting to sweat because this is exciting. This is fun, right? So this is good, right? But if there's those things that make me feel heavy, depressed, numb. If you're watching this and I said the word grieving your potential, if you're feeling that way, I know you're sitting there going, holy smoke, that's it. I'm grieving my potential because you're letting other people dictate your life or you lived a life according to other people's values. And so the, here's the tough part. You have two choices. Right. You could you could choose to stay and do what you're doing and live in the comfort and torment of that, or you could embrace the unknown. See, we're never told to embrace the unknown. We're always to say, play it safe, secure. But the unknown, the unknown is where that next relationship is. When I met Josh, your husband, right. unknown. Unknown. So like we're here because of an unknown. So in the unknowns, everybody lives Groundhog Day. So in the unknowns is where the relationship is, the opportunity is, it's where God is, it's where the gold is, it's where the new experience is. It's it's always in the unknowns. And we were told to stay away from them. But kids aren't. Kids are like, oh, what's that? What's that? They're always embracing the unknown. So you either stay comfortable or you're willing to embrace the unknowns. The scary, it's a little risky, but you then life just starts opening doors or you go through experiences 
And then the experience is to really find out. And I could tell people, so many people I work with, they're in the 30s and 40s. I actually have to reintroduce them to the most important relationship in their life, which is themselves. And many people have never courted themselves since they were six years old. So it's, and that's the toughest thing a human's supposed to do is auditing their life, realizing that I don't even know who I am. And I actually have to have a relationship with myself. And you know what I have found too, when you find your inner self and realize that you are a human being, that you have to talk to yourself, when you stop to listen initially, listen and become conscious of who you are, the things you talk to yourself about are all negative. Do you, have you noticed that? Like, so you have to almost change that mindset of, I got to get out of here because if I keep living with this guy, I'm going to go nowhere. So getting that, getting into a different comfort. And I like how you talk about the comfort because I was also, also told like, especially being an entrepreneur and everything, if it doesn't make you uncomfortable, there's not, there's no growth. You're not growing. There's no change. There's nothing happening. You're going to stay right where you're at. So being a little bit uncomfortable is actually a good thing. I don't know if you want to talk about either one of those points, but um, just not being comfortable is a good thing. Yeah, well, and it's it's actually being a little bit uncomfortable, but really excited and excited. Like, yeah. You know, like 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 kids. Like I'm sure yes, you know, yesterday putting their costumes on, they were really excited. So it's being uncomfortable, but excited, and the excitement and the inspiration. Here's the thing: do not be inspired by other people. Like like I love what you say. Envision. I like to envision what I would like to achieve. And then I want to be inspired by my vision of myself achieving that. I don't want to be inspired by other speakers. That's their life. That's a counterfeit version of somebody else. Like we need to become inspired of what we could be and get excited. And when you're excited, it's okay to be uncomfortable because you're going to wind up out working because when you actually work, the reward comes when you're working. Like right now, when we're doing this, I always say I'm expressing and experiencing true love right now. I mean, like, and what I mean by love, guys, I mean um, unconditional appreciation because I'm sure that word love, everybody has different baggage associated with that. And it's very conditional the way we were raised, but it's unconditional appreciation. So if I know that if I could just unconditionally appreciate the moment right now in every year of my life, I'm also experiencing true love in the moment, right? So it's like, it's uncomfortable, but the act of doing that thing is the reward. So it becomes a self-fulfilling and self-perpetuating type of process where, yes, it's scary. And yes, you're going to have an amazing story and people are like, I don't know how you did it. It's like, but I was excited. I was eager. I was satisfied in the process. And that's, that's really the key to some amazing success and, and at least living the life you're created to have. And I know, so a lot of people out there are probably listening going, oh, this all sounds great. This all sounds great. But how do I... Like, what do I do? How do I start? What are the easiest changes to make um, that will get me on the right steps? And I know you have something um, that they can refer to, but can you give us some ideas of how you've changed, like how you set yourself up for success every single day? What things can people do? Well, the first thing is you need to embrace that hero mindset. And the hero mindset is very counterintuitive to what we were told in institutions and religions. You know, I say teachers, preachers, religions, dogmas, belief systems, and parents, uh, old belief systems, created this this secret identity. So such things as, you know, we're told to follow our passion. But really, if you look at the definition of pride and ego, it's really taking pride, which is all pride is, is pleasure and satisfaction in your achievements and the ones that you love and care about. And ego is having a sense of self-esteem and self-worth. It's like, 
I know what you look, especially with Prime Organic, you had to have a pride or a pleasure and satisfaction and a sense of importance and self-esteem to launch your company because you had to stand behind it. You know, it would help people. And if you and a hero has pride, it ha, they have ego and they have humility. You could have all of it at the same time. So a lot of times I think people put themselves last, especially moms, right? You put yourself last and you do this and here you build your identity and being the mom and then, you know, but you're, you're, you're putting pressure on so many other people versus saying, Hey, listen, I need to take care of Jim Rohn said it best. Take care of me for you. And I'll take, no, no, I'll take care of me for you. And you take care of me. You take care of you for me. So it's like, it's about really becoming, okay, here's the big S word, a little selfish. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by selfish is taking back some of that life that you deserve and you're worthy of that you put off because you thought you had to martyr yourself to be a good person. Listen, you were born worthy. As the fact that you're a living human being, you won. You're worthy, right? So there's no working to gain worthiness. You don't have to marty yourself. And in fact, doing that is actually pulling your potential from truly helping the amount of people you can. So it's and, but it's very scary and it actually feels dirty, Trina. It's like, well, what do you mean? Like I could take my life back and it feels a little dirty because you feel you're doing something wrong. We're not but you're not. You're not we're not we're in this day and age, we're not used to just sitting. And, and taking time for ourselves. Yeah. We, we might do something physical, working out um, or something like that, but we don't just become mindful of who we are, envision where we're going, envision what we want, and realize that we're the power to get us there. Sure, we're going to like have a collective group that might raise us up, like you know, but it, it's really all in your power. And if you don't raise up your power, your own inner hero, you're not going to go very far. And we, like you said, I love that. And going back to being a kid in your mindset of don't stop asking why. Don't stop with the excitement and the energy. Keep it going full force. And how do we recreate that? What kinds of things? So I know you do morning routines on a daily basis. Can you talk about what that looks like for you? And I know you've got kids because there's a lot of families out there listening too. What does it look like for you? What does it look like for your kids? Because I know we do a morning routine with our kids as well. Yeah, so the morning routine for me happens really early for me. And then because the reason why it has to be for you, because you don't want to when everybody's sleeping. So it's you first, right? And so my, I, I always tell people, instead of telling you my routine, a lot of people don't have a morning one. My routine started eight years ago with waking up five minutes early, sitting at the corner of the bed and envisioning my day the way I wanted it to go. That's it. And I thought it was so stupid. And then I actually started seeing the day turn out the way I actually envisioned it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like something to it. And then I started adding things, detoxification things. And my morning routine could be two hours now, but people are like – that took eight years to get there. So it just start with the one thing. And then the next thing became, I'll do a little bit of cardio. Oh, and I'll do a little bit of cardio and I'll listen to a podcast. So I, right. So it becomes this, this self thing. And then I'll take 24 minutes to meditate, you know, and then you start adding these things and, but you don't do it all at once. So it's just one thing at a time. And then when it comes to the kids, it's the usual, you know, it's like, Kids wake up, you know, we don't want them rushing and like being stress bound. It's like they wake up and needs to be in a nice place. My wife, you know, puts on the essential oils, you know, we make sure they eat a really good, healthy, amazing breakfast. We talk about cool things and they're in Utah. So they get to see the mountains. It's very tranquil and beautiful. And um, then it's time to go to school, but it's never in a, it's never in this right. Like everybody has a nice little routine going. And what kids, you know, you see, cause kids, they live in present time. So 
not every morning is going to be routine for them. And then that's where we have to like say, okay, if they want to play, sometimes Titus plays or Justice wants to do this or they do some what we could consider weird, but they're acting in the moment. So it's not so uh, routine. So forget like be a little bit graceful for the morning routine. If you have kids, don't beat yourself up. And then uh, and and really take care of yourself. So if it's for for you first, wake up a little bit earlier, get you done, you know, and then and then and then you're prepared to take on whatever those kids wake up with. I I love that. Yeah. And not feeling rushed. And we live in such like everything is we wanted it tomorrow. Thank you, Amazon. Right. And and so that's the mindset that we're we wake up with. And if you don't set like I love the five minute, just get up five minutes early. I had how I changed my mindset years ago. Um, and I used to tell when I worked as a nurse um, in the operating room, I used to tell the nurses because I get up every morning, I do my workout and they'd be like, how can you get out of bed and do your workout? So when my alarm would go off, I told them the biggest mindset change for me was when my alarm went off an hour early, I would immediately tell myself, you know what, I'm going to be just as tired in one hour. So I might as well get up and go do it. And I always felt better. And I always gave myself the out that in 10 minutes, if I don't feel good, and I want to go to bed, I can go back to bed, I gave myself permission to have an out. And I can tell you to this day, not once did I use my out, I always get up. And even when I struggle with it, within 10 minutes, I'm like, you know what, I'm good. This is good. That's so genius. Um, I, I, I do the same thing that you know, I put my I put my phone in a location where, you know, those, they, when the alarm's going off on the phone, it just doesn't stop. So I have to get out of bed to shut it off, but I put it, I put it far enough where I take enough steps or have to go down enough stairs that I, like, it wakes me up, (laughs) like my heart rates up by now. I'm like, okay, I'm up. And I think that's important for everyone (laughs) to understand that even Dr. Zeno still struggles times to get out of bed, just like me. It's not like you're going to all of a sudden one day be like, Oh, I'm in the zone and I'm going to get up every day at 5 a.m. You can still have that struggle, but you have to overcome that struggle with the power of your mindset. I mean, it really has to be what you want, your hero. It's it's the power of knowing how amazing my day is going to go when I do do it. Like like when you start doing your routines and do your exercise and stuff like, and you're like, oh my God, I feel amazing. Or, or this Trina, it wasn't even that it wasn't even that I did my cardio in the morning. It's like I did my cardio because I did my cardio. I got to listen to this podcast. The guest on the podcast said something that literally helped me so much. And then you get scared going, if I didn't wake up, I wouldn't have gone on that treadmill and I wouldn't have heard the podcast and my life wouldn't have been shifted today. So you start really anchoring on that morning routine. So even though it feels crappy, it's like, I don't know what's going to happen today. There's the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know through my routine, not only am I going to feel great, but some unknown could happen that's going to shift my day or my experience and my perception of life that could change everything. So like, I'm always eager to, to find that that moment, you know, so that's why I do it. And I love that you built upon it. Like it's not the expectation of knowing exactly what's going to happen. It's the expectation that something great could possibly happen. Like, like, like you said, sometimes for me, it's just listening to a song. Like that song had a message in it. And I'm like, wow, I would have totally missed that message, that energy for me. It's also remembering that make the one thing, the one thing, like keeping focus and keeping clarity. And if you can get up without having that rushed mentality, give, like you said, five minutes might be all it, it takes to get started. Don't make yourself unrealistic expectations. Do a five minute. I'm going to get up five minutes early. I'm just going to sit on the side of the bed. 
and I'm going to take some deep breaths and I'm going to think about the one thing that's going to make my day today and going for it. And, and then, like you said, one thing leads to another. And I also heard you talk one time about what your biggest commodity is and it's not money. What is our biggest commodity? It's, it's always time. Yeah. Because we can't make more time. We, we can make more money any day, but we cannot make more time. So the time, the, who we spend our time with, what we spend our time with doing, I live in seconds. I really, I like, I, I live in seconds because time is just so precious and I want to just really make the most of it. And sometimes it's, um, the struggle isn't necessarily getting out of bed. It's actually going to bed, mm. going to bed 10 minutes earlier or 15 minutes earlier or shutting the blue light or, you know, the putting the blue light blockers on, getting rid of that blue light from your phone a half hour earlier, anything like that. It's a lot of times I tell myself, and here's the other thing that my biohack that I did when I was struggling to get out of bed, I will set myself up the night before when I go to bed, I tell myself, you know what, I'm getting up when the alarm goes off the first time. That's right. So, you know, you kind of set yourself up. And so, you know, going to bed, I'm going to bed 15 minutes early because I'm getting up 15 minutes early. So you kind of just have to talk yourself into it. And that's your ego. And that's your, your, just your inner self. I mean, sometimes it's, I'm laughing because like we all do these things that we really don't realize we're doing. Like I used to uh, wear my, I used to put my gym clothes on and go to bed in those. <laughs> and then, so I could wake up and just like jump out of bed, go. Yeah. yeah the sneakers are there and everything, you know, just like, it's funny that like you really have to do it. it's because it's, it's in the, you know, you have to be a deliberate creator every single day. We are deliberate creators. And the keyword is deliberate. Like it's a choice. I have to create my day. I could easily sleep in and, and yeah, and sleep. But like you're right, I'm still going to be tired when I'm wake up. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wake up and let the day run me versus me running the day. And that, what I tell everybody, if you're listening, please do it for 30 days. And that, it has nothing to do with a habit because let me tell you, you miss one day and you could be off the wagon for years. So it's not nothing about a habit. Do it for 30 days because what I want you to see is. All the unknowns that happen, all the coincidence that happen, the, wow, this day went great when I had my routine or, oh, I heard this or I, I heard a song and I started to cry and I didn't know why. And I realized something in the song is something I'm going through right now. Like, like you're going to start to see these serendipitous things from you loving yourself. It's an act of love to yourself. And you're going to realize why wasn't I doing this the whole time? So it's not the act of actually exercising. That is why you wake up. It's the the act of love to the, like, I am deliberately creating my day. So that's what I want you to experience. I want you to experience the crazy, like, coincidence things or like, wow, that was nuts. I can't believe that happened. It went the way I thought. When you have enough of those, then we don't need faith anymore. We don't, like, you got it. I mean, like, but until you get that momentum, I want you to experience that in your own life. And then the momentum's there. You'll never... And, and you know what I love about that is taking it one step further is that it's not necessarily anymore about you. It's about the act of giving because giving is always so much better than receiving. And when you have that energy and that positive outlook and your kids, they, you radiate that. So they feel that. So then they're going to give that back to you. So you're giving them positive energy just because you got up five minutes earlier and you set your mindset. And then you know, now you're walking on the treadmill or, or whatever the act may be that it leads to, you start to notice that people are responding differently to you because you're giving them something. You're giving them vibes or energy or karma or whatever that is that you have no idea, but it's coming from the fact that you're self-loving yourself. So I totally appreciate that. I thank you so much for all the wisdom because just like opening the eyes and the minds of people out there to say, you know what, I haven't loved myself in a long time. 
and I deserve five minutes. So I'm just going to go to bed five minutes earlier. I'm going to put my phone across the hall, and I'm going to get up to shut it off and stay up. It's going to be a game changer, a game changer for a lot of people. Well, that's awesome. We could talk, I, we could literally talk for hours on this. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like, you know, that love thing again, because I always want to stress when I talk to people, because I know they have different associations with love. But when, when we say love, just think unconditional appreciation. That means like you're waking up and no matter what you feel or how fat you feel or how broken you feel or how out of sorts you feel, like no matter what, it's unconditional appreciation. Like, like I'm so glad I woke up. Like there's unconditional, and just, you said right, the, the way you vibrate or the energy or the mood you in, uh, Andrew Carnegie said you actually leave an imprint mm-hmm. where you're at. So just think of it that way. Like when, I, what type of imprint of energy am I leaving? And then it's a compound effect. Like if I'm around a person with a good mood, I'm going to want to r- kind of be around that person more often. And it just kind of becomes contagious. So wouldn't that be great if you were that person? We're not saying to fake it, but actually by doing these morning routines, like it's not faking it. You actually become that. Right. And um, you attract that too. It's not just the vibrations that you're giving off, but you're attracting that. So good things come. Like if you're stuck in a job, you might end up attracting an idea that can lead to something better, a better job, a connection, anything. But it's that the vibrations that you're giving off are sending vibrations out there. And then all of a sudden you're going to get a phone call or an opportunity that you never would have had. And it's it's because of the fact that you've changed your vibrations that you're giving off. You're no longer this negative person who can't do anything. You're now this hero who is ready for the opportunity to change lives and feel a little uncomfortable, right? Home run right there. Woo! All right, Chris, thank you for joining me. Hey, so they can find you. Tell everybody where they can find you because you've got more great, more great information for everybody. Yeah, if you like this, if you want to keep the conversation going, just go to Instagram. So we have the, uh, the I put out content every single day, and then we do lives and stuff. And really, like I said, I really do value your time because so everything you watch of mine is going to be bringing you towards the ultimate version of yourself. And then uh, Facebook, it's Dr. Zaner there, but more Instagram. And if you go to IamHero.com, IamHero.com forward slash secrets. I have something called the Hero Secret Sauce. It's principles you can apply to your day right now and start winning right now in your day. So it's some PDFs, some cool videos, and uh, you really enjoy it. Awesome. Thank you. I, thanks for joining me. And everybody, you got to go check it out because um, the conversation doesn't end here. Because if it ends here, uh, we didn't do our job to motivate you guys to be the hero of your story. And you have to be the hero of your story. No one else is going to be. So, All right, Dr. Zeno, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Gina. All right. Bye, Bye everybody. Trina here. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the Healthy Me podcast and be sure to rate it and review it on iTunes or wherever you're listening. You can like the Healthy Me Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at thehealthyme underscore com. Remember, the info on the Healthy Me podcast is not to be taken as medical advice. You should always talk with your doctors before trying anything we discuss. Until next time. Live in your healthy me.